Thank you for tuning in. This is a Normal Human Radio podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Normal Human Rewatch, where we are jumping into the second half of the first season of Avatar The Last Airbender. And, Jack, I got a gold star alert. Uh-oh. This is an exceptional episode. I absolutely love this episode. I'm not going to lie. It's been so long since we recorded. I forgot you could do that. <laughs> you forgot I could make up things as we go? <laughs> well, no. I forgot that that was a yeah, thing. We have that a you gold, could just like, yeah, like, yeah, a gold star episode. You're like keeping your gold stars in reserve. Dog, it's like an unlimited, there, cur- it's some... an unlimited currency. I know, but it's like I just don't want to do something third around for every episode. Fair enough, fair enough. So let's uh, jump right in to the Josh Nopsis for Avatar The Last Airbender Season 1, Episode 11, The Great Divide. So shortly after their encounters with Jet, we come across the gang setting up camp where Katara and Sokka are arguing over, you know, all this miscellaneous bullshit. You didn't get enough firewood. You didn't put a tarp up, whatever. So Aang, with his wisdom and problem-solving abilities, goes, hey, why don't you guys switch jobs? And they do. It works. And as they are proceeding on in their journey, they come to the Great Divide, which is the largest canyon in the Avatar of the Last Airbender uh, world. And they plan to fly across it on Appa. And this is when they meet the uh, canyon uh, navigator, the guide. Yeah, the tour guide. The tour guide, yeah. Who is an earthbender uh, who guides, you know, groups of people across the Great Divide. But... Team Avatar doesn't need to do that until two separate factions shown up. The Ganjin, who is who sent a scout ahead to hold the spot for them, and then the Zhangs, who are like the clad clad group, the the barbarian group. The clads. The clads, yeah. I, I was gonna say Bunch iron clads, yeah. You clads. <laughs> Can we make sure I that, think that's gonna be our new insult? Can we make sure that that's not a, a racist terminology? <laughs> Yeah, Jack, you, I'll look, yeah, that, look up. that up for me. <laughs> so I'll go to the I'll go to the uh, what, what website was I on the other day? Uh, like the, the, like, the racist, the, the racist uh, dictionary or um, encyclopedia of racisms. Regardless, so we see the Ganjin tribe, who is more prim and proper compared to the Zhang's uh, barbarian nature, and Ang is getting ready to test his metal as a mediator because neither of these tribes want to go together. And what happens is they decide to cross together all at once while Appa takes the elderly and the sick of both tribes over. So Aang, Sokka, Katara goes with all of them. So they're warned not to take any food into the canyon, so everybody eats up. However, as soon as they get down after the earthbending uh, guide shows basic earthbending skills, they are attacked by these canyon crawlers. And the guide breaks his arm so he can't earthbend and he starts freaking out and it's terrible. You hate to see it. So Aang decides to watch over both of the groups as they split up and go on either side of, of a divide. With Sokka staying with the Zhangs and Katara staying with the Ganjins. Who each tell their sides of the same story of, you know, they're taking a beacon from one place to the next place. And the Zhangs stopped the Ganjins from being able to do it. According to the Ganjins, they, the, the Zhangs attacked him. And according to to the uh, Zhangs, 
the Zhang helped the Ganjin, but as soon as he brought the beacon back, they arrested him for false pretenses. Both groups end up bringing food into the canyon, which is a terrible idea because of these canyon crawlers. Bad call. And Real bad call. Everybody is pretty much pissed at each other, and Aang starts yelling at people. Uh, and they're attacked by canyon crawlers again. So it's getting a little hectic in here. It's like, how are we going to make it out of this? These canyon crawlers are crazy. I can only airbend so much. This earthbending, quote-unquote, master is a bum. Can't even bend with uh, a broken got, arm. Dude. I mean... I, I will say, out of all the benders you see on the show, he probably showcases the least amount of talent. I mean, he's just a tour guide, my guy. Like, he he's not... I'm just saying. ...out there for a reason. I'm just saying. It's... it's one of our first major forays into watching earthbending other than, you know, Boomy and, and the uh, slight stuff before. Sorry about my phone going off right there. But I didn't even hear it over your microphone. So Yeah, I try, I try to talk. They find out that by working together and using the food sacks to put them over the canyon crawlers, they can, they can ride the canyon crawlers up the, up the side of the canyon and get out. It's what they end up doing. Um, and Aang at the top d- listens to the story and he's like, oh my God, I know these people that you guys are talking about. And he tells a story about two kids playing with a ball and it's redemption. And it's not a great anecdote, but it's hilarious because we find out Aang makes the entire thing up to make sure that the tribes will protect each other's backs the rest of their journey to Ba Sing Se. Yeah. Just to realize like, oh, you guys are actually idiots. Yeah, um, but, you know, ha- happy moment. They're reunited with Appa. It's tough to go an episode with, with only a little bit of Appa action. Yeah, his his presence is sorely missed. It is. It is. I will say, the heart- most heartbreaking moments on the show happen with Appa. For sure. It's like, you can tell me about all this parent death and, and you know, banishment from a kingdom and genocide. But the second, the second you Appa is in any sort of peril, Appa, I, I'll be coming at you. It is you need to be harmed. Just the thought that it might happen. Um, your uh, so what are your thoughts on the episode? By the way, I I, I think it was actually uh, the name of the of the original Ganjins was Jin Wei, and the original Zhang was Wei Jin. I think it was something like that. So uh, your your thoughts? It's been on... like a month since I watched this episode. <laughs> your thoughts on the episode? Yeah, we uh, I've been pretty hectic with work and all my other stuff going on. So we're recording this a little late, but we're releasing them as soon as we record them, pretty much. Um. Okay. So I have notes that I love the setup of like the episode through uh, Sokka and Katara arguing, that which leads into the because later in the episode, uh both Sokka and Katara get caught up in the argument of the two tribes because Katara sees life the same way as one tribe and Sokka sees life the same way as the other tribe. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was a pretty pretty good move. But uh, this episode really just foretells what Twitter would be uh, years later. Um, It's just two sides just... It, that hate I'm going to tell you a fun fact about this. Uh, this was one of the least well-received episodes by fans of the show. Makes sense. I, I, I don't know. I don't understand the 
dislike for it. I, I understand it. It For some people, it might not hold up to others, uh, other episodes. But for me, I think this is one of... It's just one of those fun aside, like uh, off on the on the side episodes, because yeah. you don't get it a lot because they're and and it shows that you know during their progression this entire summer, they're encountering you know a lot of different things. It's not just save town after town after town. It might be hey these two groups are gonna kill each other if if Ang wasn't there pretty much. Well, they would have been killed by the cannon crawler for sure. Well, yeah, but at the end, when when Ang makes up the story, I think they were all about to go to blows. Pretty much, yeah, for sure. And I mean, I can understand why this episode gets the most hate because it's an episode. I mean, I didn't like it the first time I saw it, for sure, because um, it's not a super entertaining episode. But it's a good episode. When you're an adult, you kind of understand it a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not even that you don't necessarily understand it. It's just that, like, the moral means a little bit more once you're older. Of, like, sometimes you you got to let things go. Um, I, I also like it because it's a, a bit of a world-building episode. Yeah. Uh, you don't get a lot of it uh, throughout the series. You get a little bit of it um, here and there. But there's not a lot of times where you're seeing something outside of major areas. Like right now, they're mm-hmm. just going through Earth Kingdom colonies. So you're not really making the connections like, oh, well, Mashu's here. The Great Divide's here. The Southern Water Tribe is here. When, but as we eventually get to, you know, the parts of the Fire Nation and Ba Sing Se, you get a feel for Ba Sing Se, the city, and you get a feel for, you know, the Fire Nation proper quite a little bit. Um, I know a lot of people had issues with Aang flat out lying. What, what's your take on Aang lying? I think sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Uh, in this situation, it does not harm anyone in any way. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the other thing that you got to think about is he's 12. Yes. Well, 112. And, uh. Like, that's kind of a weird thing that it's, like, he makes a lot of mistakes throughout the show, but you have to remember, like, it totally makes sense that a 12-year-old would be making these mistakes and doing these things that are, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm trying to remember. He gets jealous a lot, which uh, makes sense. It tracks. Uh, 12-year-old lying, it tracks. Yeah, this is literally, he um, is literally at the age of a seventh grader. Seventh graders so, are notoriously jealous. They're notoriously backstabby. And they're notoriously dumb. Uh, yeah, let me tell you, that doesn't change for a long time. Um, no, it remains throughout, like, high school. He's, he's gonna stay in that phase for a long time. And I think that, uh, if that was something that a lot of people had a problem with. I don't understand why it makes sense. It would be weirder if he didn't mm-hmm. like, it would be weirder if Aang was a perfect character. That's what makes this show good is that he's not a perfect character yeah, uh, and he makes mistakes and he learns from them and he grows and he develops. Like that's what makes shows good. Yeah. Because if you have, and the thing, and, and this is getting into something, we might have a much longer conversation on uh, way down the road, but this is what I think gives 
uh, Avatar The Last Airbender, the edge over The Legend of Korra, is you see Aang struggle quite a bit, where after Korra gets rid of um, the the person who could take your bending away, what what's his name, Yakone? I forget. It's been so long since I've seen that. Something like that. But she more or less just mops the floor with every opponent she has. Yeah, I think that I think the thing that makes this show such a good show is the fact that every character has problems, struggles, and bad traits that they have to overcome. Mm-hmm. And the show could be so easy if they had taken an easier, you know, the easy way out of Aang's just good at everything. He's just a good person. He has no flaws. Like, that's what makes so many characters so boring in TV shows. Yeah, especially when you... Like, going into this, you know, you you know at the end of the summer, Aang is going to be successful in, in his journey, in his quest, what he has to do. But... The fact that this show makes you constantly question whether or not he's going to be able to do it, even though you know what the outcome is going to be, just makes it such an exceptional show. Yeah, and I mean, I think about how some shows have failed in the thing that made them good. Like, the thing that made Game of Thrones so interesting, like the TV show... For the first six seasons. Um, Yeah, exactly, is... They would just take a character off the board, and it would be shocking. And it'd be like, "Oh my god, I can't believe they did that!" Oh my god, we're good. And they would constantly do it, but like once it hit a certain point, it was like, "Oh, so they're not going to do that anymore." Jack, I'm gonna bring something up to you right now. It's very off topic, but for normal human rewatch, I don't think I want to do Game of Thrones. I didn't even consider it. Honestly, that show is garbage. Yeah. We'll do we'll do um, a one off normal human rewatch where we complain about what went wrong with Game of Thrones. Well, the thing is, like, it's just like, it's. I don't want to get too off TV topic. Show, we're talking. It just it just the problem isn't with the story as much as it came down to like, all right, we want to do something else, so let's just finish this. And like, oh shit, we don't have the budget, mm-hmm. so like, let's like. Let, like forget about those like several main characters or things that make their show cool we don't have the budget for it um so, so let's talk about like an actually good tv show here um, <laughs> um we which looking forward uh jack i think you really like the next episode i do uh, the, i do i it's one of, it's one of my favorites it's one of my favorite episodes in the uh ang didn't ang didn't have to use the avatar state at all did he in this episode i i didn't i don't remember him going into the avatar state and the great divide yeah i really don't think he does no. uh, i think he really no, he, he doesn't do anything really th- this is uh one of the first episodes that doesn't involve a lot of bending you have i mean you get like 30 seconds of earth bending you get earth bending to avoid a rock slide you get earth bending to create a bridge you get air bending to take care of one canyon crawler and I think Katara does a bit of the water whip. It's honestly, it's like, it's not a very action packed episode, even though it kind of is. No, I, this is a very much a story episode. Yeah, and it's I'd just, like a, it. it's just a contained story. Yeah. I mean, a, a good bottle episode is fine. 
It would have been cool um, if, uh, like, when they were embossing, say, they ran into, like, the Ganjins or the Zhangs again. Yeah. I mean, it, it would be cool to see this episode have a little bit more consequence. It really doesn't. But, I mean, it's a good episode. Yeah. Uh, still, Gold Star episode for me. I really enjoy this episode. It's a great, you know, one-off story. It's like when you do a, uh, it's like when you do a one-shot in D&D. That's what it feels like. <laughs> Where, yeah, just a little one-off adventure. Where it's not impacting much going on, but God, if it wasn't fun. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you gotta let your more uh, diplomatic characters shine through a little. Yeah, bit. yeah, you gotta go full diplomacy. All right, guys, thank you so much for watching. You can uh, check out our other podcasts on Spotify and iTunes. Again, if you leave us a five-star review, I will be giving you guys a shout-out on uh, the next episode and, and reading your review live. So feel free to roast us. Feel free to roast our opinions. Feel free to make fun of us for who we are. and Or just tell us what you thought of an episode. Eh. We, we don't want to hear you your know? opinions. Wait, cut that out. I, I don't want people to know that. <laughs> No, but seriously, uh, put anything you want in there. I'll, I'll read it. I got nothing that Jack won't bleep out. Oh, uh, true. So. Depends on how he treats me. That oh, day. did you find out the racism of that word? It's fine. It, it literally would make no sense to use as a, it just means like clothed. Okay. What was the word again? Claw, clawed. Clad. Clad. clad, clad not clad, clawed. Yeah clad oh yeah i guess so ironclad you're clad in iron so you're clothed in iron no anyway thank you guys so much for listening check out bracketeers check out normal human rewatch check us out on twitch check out our youtube channel or maybe the website's up so check out normalhumanradio.com maybe it's, it's not, not it's not up it's not gonna be up and you've been <laughs> promising it for a long time it's not gonna happen it's fine though because we still have no listener actually we have a few listeners our, our, we have uh, at least a, we have at least a one person who subscribed just to subscribe. I doubt she listens. Um, no, we've actually been getting listens. I've been looking at the analytics. Oh hey, look at that! A couple here and there. So hey. Uh, but yeah, thanks guys for listening, and uh, we'll see you on the next episode. Peace.